what I was saying earlier is that I learned that as a grown adult, you know, like I, I didn't do any type of mind altering things when I was young. Yeah. I, everything I did, I was like 20 years old when I started doing anything like that, going out, partying, drinking, whatever. And <clears throat> as an adult, again, getting to a point where like I kind of grew a lot and was able to be very, very at peace with myself. And I know this is not a common trait in this world. A lot of people I meet are not. Like, I'm very at peace with myself, yeah. sober. Uh, my thoughts, I wasn't having depression, anxiety. Obviously, human, you go through emotions, but I was pretty good with myself, you know? Didn't feel the need to escape or anything like that. And once I got to that, that point, I started realizing, like, man, every time I was under the influence of something, um, it felt like a hindrance more than it made me better. Mm. felt like I was holding me back. Yeah. And I guess in terms of evolving, like we were speaking about earlier, about growing into a new version of yourself and, and not being that old person that you were, I think maybe that's probably why. Maybe it brings me back to being that old person mm. I was. Yeah, I can I could see And maybe that. that's why I, I, I do it and I like it, like yeah. the feeling, because it makes me feel like nostalgic almost. Mm. It like brings me back to how, that how I felt. But it doesn't feel the same. But yeah. it doesn't feel the same. Like anchors you in that moment of time of who you were in a sense. Um, what's funny is, uh, remember one time you told me how uh, a mentor of yours told me, told you, like, it's not good to smoke before you're 25, right? And I ended up quitting smoking for almost two years, three years before I was 25 because of that. And I looked into it a little bit more and it made sense. Your frontal cortex is not fully developed yet. You know, anything that, you know, even alcohol, you know, it's a little different because of what it's turning off. But it's like uh, you're bringing something foreign into your body when it's not set in stone almost in a sense, you know. And taking that time off and also falling in love with the album K.O.D. by J. Cole, which is on the wall. It it opened my eyes because a lot of things actually were happening around the same time. And I was actually doing community service because of my legal troubles. And... I was listening to that album very heavily, and at the same time, I wasn't smoking anymore, which is the only thing I've ever really indulged in in that time, um, because I'm not really a drinker, you know. Um, and then KOD, like really kind of like the way it spoke about it, is like, what are you really smoking for? Are you smoking to like enhance your experience, which is what I normally when I'm feeling good, feeling great, doing great, I will do. You know, and I do smoke from time to time now, post 25. Um, but it's very, very, very rare. Like, you know, if I buy an eighth, it'll probably last me a couple months, two, three months. Some people, it lasts them the day, whatever, right? Because I just really like, it's like a like a tiny little hit and then enjoy whatever it is. But this has become my discipline after, you know, taking, uh, there, there was a point in my life where I was smoking every fucking day, like, just always stoned like i felt not normal not being stoned right and then i find out a whole about the whole 25 thing that you tell me and then i start pondering and like okay let me just you know because i'm always changing i'm always auditing myself we both do that as part of us continuing our growth and evolution is we constantly audit ourselves and change things and until like it's not that we get it right but we and until our intuition leads us to a new decision, you know, like we we dedicate like, OK, 
uh, I'm not going to smoke anymore until I'm 25. And even then, bro, when I hit 25, I didn't even smoke probably that day or anything like that. Like, I don't remember it being like a, oh, I have weed again. Let me let me smoke. Like, no, I, bu- I think I bought a bunch of weed and then like kind of just it lasted me almost two years. Like and it wasn't even a bunch. It was like whatever it was like. Like, I just bought a stash two almost two years. Yeah. Bro, like. I have a pen in my room that's still from that stash. Yeah. Because I, I, it's very like uh, maybe I'm going to go to a concert or uh, I'm going to have a dinner with my family. Yeah, like you want to keep it there for maybe like a month. Yeah, like because sometimes like I don't know, like uh, well, it's, no, it's no, no, it sparses your mood, you know. It does. Like, <laughs> like, bro, if I'm, like if you just said about if I'm going to do like with a family gathering, I'm going to work like I'll do the next seven years. Not yeah, talk, have, have exactly. yeah. Those are that just that has that effect. Yeah. Maybe and then you know no knowing I'm gonna eat and stuff like that, but like you were speaking earlier, there's like a like a a trueness to not being stoned, and you're, you're we're, I'm comfortable with that now. And I would real like going back to what Kod pretty much spoke to me was like, audit why you're doing this substance. Like what are, what feeling does that habit become triggered? Like look at that feeling. Um, because in the book of the power of habit in one of the lessons or in, in the chapters is breaking down how uh, the importance of replacing a habit. So if like for these smokers that were cigarette smokers, right? I don't smoke cigarettes. You don't smoke cigarettes. We understand it's bad. We make that choice, right? There's some people that are made the choice to die a little more because of stress or whatever triggers that like wanting to go for a smoke. I understand wanting to go for a smoke, bro, because like right before I write or maybe like I'm a little drunk, like it's a good, nice, enhanced feeling, you know, but it's not a habit. But when it's a habit, it's like it's being triggered by something. And then like what they would tell the smokers is like, go for a walk whenever you feel that urge, just go for a walk. And that's replacing it with something of, of growth, right? It's like what triggers this? And how, like a lot of my triggers, bro. Now I go to the gym. Like I need to go work out. I'm not feeling good. I'm not like I I go work out because I, I that's my replaced habit instead of maybe driving as much as I used to or uh, smoking more or whatever, whatever it might be that I used to do that trigger. Now like one of my main things is is exercising oh maybe that like whenever whenever i would have a a trigger i think my main was was gaming when i was younger because i can see that more now whenever now that i've allowed myself to game after it was six years i think i went without um touching a console or any type of video game i literally just sold everything didn't touch a game until hickson told me that a friend of ours was playing this game named fortnite and then I was like, what? It's on the phone? Boom, boom, phone. I already had my my big PC because of, of editing. So, like, it ran the game. Like, it was like match made in heaven. All I needed was a controller. Right. And, like, I felt the demon of my gaming addiction when I was younger, you know? Like, with the triggers, like, when I would go and, and game or whatever. Like, now I have, I'm super disciplined with it because I know where I can go. Because of 
the escapism I'll use it for instead of me actually trying to get better at this game because I enjoy, you know, the leadership and the strategy and I have fun with a friend here and there. Instead of going out and party, I party on a video game, you know, like we're just hanging out, having fun. It's a little different, but like you got to be disciplined. We can't be partying all the time and like in a, in a sh way or shape or form because of how I have fun is like, you know, these intense hardcore games whatever and i'm yelling at my friend who probably isn't the greatest but you know they're trying their best and you're making it work there's like a like a a fun to the the, the unity you know like all like yeah it, it's a hundred percent right but it's just like just for fun there's no like we're winning the money uh, so what if my friend dies that isn't so great sometimes i die first because i, I think i'm so great or whatever you know but it's a part of the joy. Some people drink too much <laughs> and end up being the one blackout. Sometimes you're not that friend. You take care of that friend. You know, it's it's how like how different really is it? Because I'm, I'm attacking in the same kind of uh, feeling, you know, it's just the way that I have fun, you know, which I like going out and talking to people and doing that. It's not the only way I have fun, but I can see how, you know, we were talking earlier about hitting the pleasure button. And how it's easier to lie because it's more pleasant in the in the short term. And that's what we do with partying. That's what we do with maybe gaming. That's maybe what we do with smoking or whatever is hitting that pleasure button because it feels good right now, even though it might not be better for the long term. Right. And then it's like getting stuck in that habit because, you know, we know we're slave to our, our habits. Like there's no doubt, like you're a fucking slave to your habits, whatever you whatever uh, what was it? Your passions, your insecurities, your, ah, fuck, I forget the other words that they use, but like everything you did as a youth that was just controlled by your emotions, right? Was just set you on this map. And now it's our responsibility to sit in our power and be like, I don't like this map. Why do I have this road? Is it really our map? Or was it our our families and, and those people around us as we grew up's map that they placed upon us? Because we were still children. Yeah. Because when you say youth, I was thinking in my head, like, what age do you think that do you think of that? I think I'm trying to get back to myself as I was as a child. I agree. Not, 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 not a, yeah, yeah, a seven-year-old. I understand old, exactly what you're saying, yeah. But, you know, we grew up, children are born perfect. The world fucks us up. Children are born with ambition, with hopes, with dreams, yeah, with with visions, with imagination. The little children are born with these things innately, if they survive past infancy. But then society shuts it down and makes us act a certain way. Yeah. It's good for certain things, you know, but has a interesting effect. So uh, it's like Benjamin Button, you know, like we're going backwards. It's like I feel like where we get when I was a kid. I wanted nothing but to be an adult. <laughs> I, a lot of us did, right? And now, I still feel the same. Mm. It actually didn't change for me. Some people, what they told me, like, when you're an adult, you're going to want to be a kid again. Mm -hmm. People used to tell me that all the time when I was a kid. I couldn't understand it. I still don't understand it. I actually... Because I'm still a kid. I'm still growing. Yeah. You know? Always a kid. Always, Always a white belt. Right. Yeah. I still want to be a child, you know. But I think 
actually being adult is like well there's it's responsibility you know the no 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 but like the, the truth behind it like being able to really be a child mm-hmm. like it's like about you know building up a world where you constantly are in that flow of child you know like as an adult you need to like set things in place in order to express that child you know like the the habits you know like i express my child when i am in flow mid roll and i get to uh have a friend visit me from miami and we roll and we have a good time even though unfortunately we we hurt each other <laughs> it was still awesome and it's still like a memory i'm gonna have forever because it's me being a child is me being in play but i wouldn't be able to do that unless i put in the time to become a blue belt in jujitsu i put in the time to be able to afford to do have mats in the garage you know I, I have the the social skills to foster a relationship with a, a friend that allows such a beautiful moment you know as being, you know, it's it's me being in child, you too, being in child, like, oh, it's fun. We're going to wake up, you know, we've been working hard. He's been off in Miami making shit happen, you know, and he comes back for a little bit and we, we, we have, a, we have some fun. We get a little, a little retreat going, you know, there's no pressure to do nothing. It's just like sit there, be calm, do you. Funny enough, that's the hard, it's really hard to do that. It's not easy, you know? Yeah. You, it's, it's that, like, we want, we're almost rushing. Yeah. Oh, back home. Interesting. Yes. So, remember you were talking about uh, the Bible verse or story that your friend sent you? And you are talking about how you're, you feel like right now you, you need to let it cook. And the, you got to let God, like, move his hand for a bit. Um, that's what the calmness is. Yeah. You know? like that right letting it happen not being in a rush we're no rush no rush it's a marathon and we i think we get a lot remember when i was talking earlier about the being truthful and where we're at you know and if you're honest you actually get to work from where you're at because if you think you're running marathons already and you're failing every time you try and run a marathon because you haven't learned how to walk is you're stepping over yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and that comes from that rushing energy, you know, like, yes, our time is finite. Yes, our, our time is precious. You must take advantage of every moment, right? But no rush. Don't rush. First thing yesterday, when you white belt, why are you rushing? I'm trying to instill don't rush in his jujitsu learning. Because that's something I am working towards right now. When I do the drills and the and the thing, like literally, don't rush. Like literally, set in the habit, step in right. Don't start running when you're still learning how to walk. Like Andrew's story always p- brings that type of no rush in my head. He savored every moment, you know, because of what he went through, and he was. And he didn't rush himself to the point where he got hurt, but he worked hard every day to move his body. Right? Because if he would have rushed, he would have hurt himself. You're longer. 
in, well, rush, in recovery. Ru- uh, y- rush just means like going too fast. Yeah. Doesn't mean not w- because sometimes like like when you say don't rush, my brain thinks that's too slow. Yeah. You're telling me to slow down, right? Like why would I slow down if I go faster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what my brain. Thinks. Yeah, 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 I feel it. So, I, but I think the key is that is is like rushing is doesn't mean the opposite. Like when if you tell mm, me don't rush, it doesn't mean you. the opposite. It doesn't mean be too slow and just wait for things to come. No, it just means pull back a little bit. You know, go at this re- the optimal speed. Yeah, there's efficient. A, there's an optimal speed. Yeah, there's a speed that your computer will run at a certain gigahertz where yeah, there's a speed where it can run where at a certain point where it get too hot, it cannot be cooled to that speed. And that's why it'll you'll fry it out. Yeah. Try to overclock it because there won't be enough cooling and uh, the it won't be able to handle the speed that you're trying to run at, the gigahertz, whatever that frequency is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like rushing, right? It's like you're 100%. trying to run over capacity. Uh, point of diminishing you know, returns. Point of right? diminishing returns. But there is an optimal um, frequency. And for certain tasks, it needs to overclock a little bit for that specific task. Yeah. And then it dials it back. Maybe in your in, in, in your system, right? You gotta you gotta know honestly. Like there's when you get when I order this this CPU, right? I says this is the hertz it can like it tells me you know, yeah, like you. this is your parameter, you know, and you keep it at this temperature and this and that. But yes, I could maybe push it a little bit more, you know, and depending on how honest I am in making sure things are right, working the way they're supposed to be. Um, I'm good, but if you're not, you're just burning yourself out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you could just be honest and set it in the right parameters and work from there, so take it step by step, right? That's exactly what this is. You 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 think you're at a 5.0 gigahertz, and that's burning you out because you honestly don't don't um, you honestly don't accept that you can only maybe be at three megahertz or whatever the capacity is right that you at your current state and there's no shame in that right. especially because you had the tenacity maybe is the word to be like i'm honest to know to, to say i am here and that's okay that's who i am no rush this is where my step zero is and we're going to take a step forward no shame but the way you know we've been programmed i felt that shame i had to work towards not feeling that shame of being honest with myself and being like i'm a 3.0 gigahertz not five or whatever horsepower whatever you want to use to it's because you're you see that's that's there's also i think to add to all that is I think sometimes your spirit is more aware of what you're actually capable of than your body is currently capable of. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Like, I've always felt like I was, like, like a prince but that was born into, like, a foreign land or something. <laughs> but that's a spiritual thing, you know? That's, like, that's part of being God's children is, is you came here for a purpose, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, we're spiritual creatures in this limited physical body with many limitations to it. There's also many things that are not limited about it, but there's a lot of limitations to our body, our brain, our physical um, life, right? A lot of 
limitations to that. Yeah. Um, but through learning about energy and frequency and vibration, I think we can s- we can do a lot of incredible things. And we have, I mean, everything. <laughs> so, um, I I, f- I find that uh, I mean, I just wanted to say that you know I feel like yeah. I've always felt that way. <laughs> I don't know. I expect a lot out of myself, I guess. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But you're tapped knowledge. into your frequency now. Right, right. Yeah, you're like this is my honest frequency. And I'm going uh, to overclock it to the proper settings as much as I can. But I, I got to know when to pull back. Not because, you know, you know, you can't take it. This, this is no, no, it's it's what's more efficient is what is needed. And it's, it's being in tune with what what is needed, you know, because sometimes let's say, you know, you start you're kicking ass, right? And you're doing the things the way you want to do. them, But then maybe something starts to lack. And it starts to affect your life in a different way, right? And if you don't dial it back later down the line because you didn't catch it and you were honest, it turns into a, a real issue in your system, right? And I feel like right now as a as a uh, 26-year-old adult, I feel like I am have more of a grip on like what it's going to evolve into later. You know, like, oh, I'm like, hey, whoa, let's slow that that down right now, because maybe I need to dial it back because that's going to lead me into a system malfunction. Right. Like right now, I'm dialing back with my body. And that's what's great is that my body can't lie to me. Like I can look in the mirror and I can lie to myself and say, oh, you're not that fat. Right. But my body's like, no, motherfucker, you're fucking fat. Like there's no your body's not going to lie to you. You know, your frequency is not going to lie to you. You will. You'll look at yourself in the mirror and be like, looking away. Because when you lie, you're just looking away, right? Um, yeah, because, I mean, lying is a form of manipulation. Um, but you can't see, you know, you're not seeing yourself if you're... Well, then it's ignorance, right? You're choosing to be ignorant. You're choosing to look away. I'm choosing not to see my fatness. Right. No, yeah, like, I'm always, like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, like, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's not like I hate myself. It's not like a judgment. It's just like a, um, I don't know. It's, It's just more of the observation. It's being real, being honest. Uh, checking in on the system, looking at the parameters. You say, I don't, I don't like the way the system is operating right so now. I need to yeah, optimize it, like right? It's like a car, you know. Like, so check engine light on. You yeah, know you gotta check <laughs> engine light. When you feel sad, what's that? Check engine light. Right, right. That's. But why? Wha- honestly, like I, I be thinking about it like this too. Like, maybe it's okay to feel sad, you know. Like, why do we think that's a bad thing? I definitely don't. I actually enjoy sadness more than I do happiness. If I, that I don't. I hate it, you know. Uh, um, there's a video that gate helped me with this perspective to realize that I, 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 I do. Because, um, like, sadness is almost, like, dependable. And I take joy out of the sadness. Yeah. Yes.
<laughs> doing some renovations in, in the office. Yeah, we're doing renovations around the office. <laughs> it's going to be nice. And they needed me to check on colors. Um, man, that's something that you just said that was cool. I said a lot of cool things. But I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to touch back on what I was saying earlier a little bit. About the looking at yourself? Or more more about what we were speaking about before we started the podcast outside, you know. Um, oh, okay. It kind of escaped me. I don't know. Honestly, my mind's pretty... I'll probably pop it back in, you know, because all, all the thoughts right now are always influence of what my newest and greatest ideas are, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like whenever um, I journal now, it's more of like remembering my newest and greatest ideas. <laughs> so, like, I have to kind of get myself in the mood. Like I was telling you today, like, I decided – I didn't decide. I didn't know what I was thinking, what I was writing. I was kind of like, I just need to get started. So I just started speaking about how I'm going to compete soon in jiu-jitsu, which is like a real-life thing that I'm excited about, you know? Because then that's where my new I- my newest and greatest ideas come from is, is my excitement. Uh, now I remember exactly what I was talking about, so I can go back. It's this sadness. I enjoy sadness, right? Um, so right now, like, tra- training for this thing, right, is like the space in between is like the sadness. Like, you know how the notes in music, sometimes the spaces in between talk to you more or are where the real energy is at? That's how I feel about sadness. Hmm. So, like, the build-up to the, the fight, the hard work. The oh, yeah, that's what everybody doesn't see. That's the most I important I part. I enjoy that, that, that doom and gloom, you know, like, it's, it's grind time, you know. There's a, like, I am... I'm happy for being sad because well, that's the thing. It's only doom and gloom. A duality type deal. It's only doom and gloom if you look at it that way. You know, if you mm. enjoy it, it's not really doom and gloom. It's the best part. It's no. It's the beauty of doom and gloom. It's still doom and gloom. But is it though? I'm just appreciating it. There's an appreciation to it. Okay, but, but I see. Interesting. It's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, and that's why, like I said, uh, sadness is more dependable, like as a as a feeling, because like. Like, how many times a day do you actually feel happy, you know, like, in general, for anybody, you know, it's like these moments of well happiness, right? Let me tell you, that's dangerous what you say, though, because you gotta, you d- you're not always comfortable with your default. Some people are default happy. Mm. Like, they default back to being happy. Some people default to being sad and depressed. Mm. Never a good thing. You know? Yeah, interesting. Maybe, so that I realize you, you, my default of sadness. You've probably spent more time with yourself in a sad emo- or in a negative emotional state mm-hmm. than you have in a happy, positive, abundant one in your life. So because of that, you relate to that as your default. Mm. But and that for me, there's an abundance and sadness. So I, with the beauty of 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 sadness, the abundance of that. Is what kind of helps me charge myself in a sense. Right. You know, and I feel it. I just, just be careful, you know. 
because you know because i i noticed like even like the music you listen to the type of art you like things like that they yeah, typically yeah. are super sad right i mean <laughs> like, i'm looking at those those anime eyes that you have yeah, right there right now you know it, but that that makes me want to cry like tears of joy no i understand what you're saying you know i understand i'm not saying just because you like that kind of more darker stuff that means no, you're yeah. like a dark uh, gloom and gloom person i'm not saying that but but be careful you know because i because yeah. I, cause I used to be I like because that's I, a great I've, <laughs> I've used to be like that mm. but i changed this music I liked five years ago doesn't hit me the same. Oh yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't hit me the same anymore. Even those same songs don't hit me the same anymore. I don't listen to them. It's weird. Yeah. I think that's. I mean, I change, you know. But I, I tend to like music that makes me happier and feel good. But when I was younger, when I was like, uh, or eighteen or no, under that, you know, seventeen, sixteen, like the music I liked, I wouldn't. I didn't like music like that. I didn't like feel good music that made you want to dance and and enjoy and laugh, and like enjoy life. I didn't like music like that. Because that wasn't a representation of what I was feeling. That's now, as an adult, I've grown. In, I'm the opposite. You know, I watch a movie that's like depressing. That back in the day I would have loved because it's artistic, and I look at it now and I'm like, this is depressing. I don't want to watch this. Interesting. Right. Oh, you've changed. No, I have. You know, it's it's weird. Like I, I it's not. Like, it's. <coughs> I mean, it is good because I feel like a happier person. Yeah. Like I'm a better person, but like. It is strange, you know, like I hang out with people. I look at art, mu music, everything's just like my perspective is very different. Even in a year, it's changed so much, you know, and it's it's um, <laughs> that's that's funny because it's kind of like part of our duality. Yeah. How different we are. Yeah. But you can it's you've been there so you can see why I might, you know, enjoy this, you know. Well, everything is enjoyable. Yeah. We, we, we find comfort in things. You know, it's the comfort. Yeah. That's what art is, is self-expression. So we find comfort, you know. But And that's why, like, sometimes I don't even feel that inspired to make music or be an artist and pursue that. I still do. Whoa. I still you do. You just said the whole, like, I understand, like, I'm like, get a song or two, but you're yeah. like, no, the whole, the whole dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still there, you know. Interesting. But I've, I've, as I grow a little older, I, and it's not like a give up. It's just that it's like why you know mm, okay like i don't know like i used to you know i used to look up to rappers and artists yeah now i just no i feel yeah i don't i don't do i know what you're looking at now you know it's just because i've seen real life mm -hmm. i've seen more i've seen bigger i've seen the fantasy the facade like the entertainment industry i hate it mm. i love it but i hate it i yeah. like it it's fun i like there's positives of it yeah. But the uh, the, the deep-rooted things about it, like, is, is is not cool, you know? I don't like it. The There's a lot of negative media, you know? I don't like media at all. I don't even know what we're doing right now, talking on a podcast. Like, I don't even like it. Yeah. You know? Not, not, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So, um... That's why, that's why there's movements for decentralized media. Right, right. Right? This, we're exercising our freedom of speech right now. And no, 100%. 100%. And uh, fighting back to the media that you are speaking... Right. About, you know, because you you have, in, in I can't even say the word, but values intrinsic. Fuck. Intrinsic values. Intrinsic, intrinsic. It's a little bit of the marijuana that's making it's my no mouth intrinsic like values. Intrinsic. Fine. But like, I have a lot of saliva in my mouth right <laughs> now for some reason. <laughs> oh, it might be because of my my swelling in my mouth. Oh yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just um. 
like I podcast with you be- or anybody that I podcast is because they have values that I think should be heard and a perspective should be heard. I might not me and agree, me and Hickson don't agree on a lot of different things like tremendously like worlds apart, right? But uh, there's like a respect in each other's values because we know at the principle is fighting for the same thing. Just because the colors are a little different doesn't mean that at the end of the day the painting doesn't come out the same. Do we? we you said we, you think we disagree on a lot. Yeah, so I I feel like we do. We uh, like at a core principle we don't. You know, it's more like we're fighting about the language you're using. Oh right. You get me? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the at the at the core at the end of the day. Like the painting is the same for us, you know what it accomplishes, what it does, you know. But we didn't use the same colors, we didn't use the same shapes, we didn't use the, you know. That's just that's our art, that's our that's our expression, that's our love, that's that's how I do love, and there's the way you do love, you know. And we're gonna butt heads because we both painting with our individual colors, and that's what makes us unique. But at the end of the day, the the mission statement is the same. You know, and that's why we agree. That's why we can talk and have good conversations. Because at the end of the day, I know that Hickson's the only reason he's a part of my life to this day is because his mission statement is the same as mine. But if you were to both ask us what our mission statement is, you'll be, you wouldn't even make the connection unless uh, you understood that success can be defined in so many different ways, but failure is always described the same. Success can be defined in many different ways. Yeah, you failures. ask a thousand wise men how to define success. They're going to use different words. But every wise man you ask will describe failure. How would they describe failure? Um, the, abini- the inability to do... Fuck, I, don't, I can't. I've been reading the scroll, too. Because failure... I almost don't believe in failure, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't exist. It's a, f- it's a facade. Yeah. It's not... Like, obviously, yeah, you fail at a task. You know, you was a task you're supposed to do. You failed. But what is failure? I ask that question a lot because people talk about that a lot nowadays. Failure like is good, then. Failure and success. People talk about those two things a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. want to be successful and this and that. And it's like I ask people all the time, like, bro, what, what do you? how do you define that? How do you, what's, what's your definition of failure? Like, you may fail one thing and succeed at the next, you know? Like, sometimes our biggest failures lead to our biggest successes. Yeah. Sometimes you need to fail. A lot of times, actually, you need to fail more than you need success. You know? Mm-hmm. You, t- you keep taking the L until you learn a lesson, and then you get the dub. You know, so if you if you repeatedly taking L's, it's because you you not you not taking the lesson. You know. Yeah. And um. So I don't know. Is failure really the same? Like describe to everybody. That's what I was kind of asking. Like, I mean, failures can be many different ways. Of the perspective of failure, people think they failed. A lot of people think they did something and they failed. Like, man, why why did you fail? Because it didn't turn out the way you expected it. You know. Yeah. Why is that gonna? Uh, that's that's trying to be control of everything. Like, and you have to let go. You have to let go of the outcome. We control our actions. We can't control the outcome. Um, right here. Hmm. 
which two among a thousand wise men will divine success in the same words yet failure is always described in one way failure is a man's inability to reach his goals in life mm. whatever they may be your inability like i'm a failure i haven't reached my goals that's true that's a good point that's how you define failure because so the failure you're speaking of is y- you working towards your goals yes um yeah because the failure would be not failing right because gary v says go do that go fail 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 just go fail i always say fail forward fail forward yes fail forward failure will be not failing okay right it's like a paradox in a sense yeah if you persist if you love Mm. failing would not will be not failing because you got to right it's the only way you get you actually are being completely responsible for what you want to do and be and see and feel right because i i don't know what book i was reading or podcast i was listening to um but they were talking about how like Damn, I can't even remember what they were talking about. Completely blanked. I'll have to come back to it. Damn. What was it? Failure. You have to fail. If you don't fail. Failure is the mother of success. Yeah. It's impossible to succeed without failing. How How did you learn to walk? You failed a bunch of times. Yeah. You try to get up, you stumbled, you fell. I don't think there's too many babies that just got up, started r- j- risk sprinting. Off the moment they got out the womb, they just like, okay, boom, 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 start sprinting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, and if they try to f- sprint, they're going to fucking shit. Yeah, bloop, <laughs> bloop, right. ah, and get up. And maybe take longer to walk because now they, they fear this. Or not. Right. But actually, no. You watch children, they don't. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Society puts these things mm. in our heads. Yeah, the Watch children. They don't do that. They fall and they get up. They fall. Ooh. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Let me try it again. Beep, 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 beep. Maybe some kids are going to bring over board children. No, they do. If watch children. The, the thing is, a lot of times, parents react different. Uh, that, yes. That's, that's what big, that's what big, trains big, them. Yeah. That's what trains them to think like that. Because parents will celebrate their wins and scold their losses. Yeah. No, 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 don't do that. Do this. Celebrating the The same way we train a fucking dog. The same way we train a dog, you know? Um, Spirit, calm, safe. Something like that. (laughs) And um, Shout out to Cesar Milan. Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) But, like, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, if you watch children, you know, they don't. They don't. That's, That's our nature. Our true human nature is to not fear. We fear because we want to survive. That's why we just start doing things. Yeah, because we we have something we want to preserve. You know, but again, that's the you know, there's a, there's a place for it. There's a, there's a place for it. You know, you need those instincts to survive. There's a reason why we have them. Yeah, it's not like you should ignore them completely. Just understand them. Understand when they're used. Fear is is necessary for human survival. 
but it's opposite to spiritual growth. Duty versus love. Right. Interesting. Because that's pretty much what they're saying, right? Yeah, and uh, we were watching the Game of Thrones. What was it that he said that um, the exact quote was something he was talking to um, Ty- Tyrone, Tyrone, right? The yeah, the short Tyrion. Guy. Tyrion. He's talking to Tyrion. He tells him, you know. Duty is the killer of love or? No, you're just duty saying. Duty is the, what do you say? I don't know the exact quote, but basically he said, you know, you know, duty, duty over love, you know? Yeah. And he sacrificed that for that. And then he said, sometimes you got to sacrifice love for duty. And that was the, that was Tyrion's, you know. Yeah. A rebuttal of that. And that kind of inspired him to make that decision, you know, to, you know, because it was his duty. It was interesting. It was his duty to serve the queen, but he also loved her, you know. But he and loved. He couldn't see her turn into the monster. Yeah, exactly. And he also loved his people. Wow. And it was his duty to serve his queen. It was also his duty to serve the people he loved, and to oh. serve the people. So yeah. he had to, he had to sacrifice his love for her, because yeah. he had a selfish love for her. Yeah. You know, which is why he was choosing to ignore those. That's negative so things. paradoxical too. He was choosing to ignore all yeah. that, you know, because because it was like I love her and she's my queen. That was like his way of ignoring all that. Yeah. And it would have been so sweet for him. He would have ruled this shit with her. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he couldn't. But he couldn't do it. He didn't want to do it. I love it, and that's why I'm glad he's not the king in the end. Right. Yeah. Because that it wasn't truly uh, what he wanted anyway. Yeah. And that's. That's one of my favorite, favorite lessons is the people fit to rule, don't rule. Yeah, that, that's what he said at the end, that, that guy yeah. when he was No, I believe kid. that, bro. Like, I wouldn't rule. And, then, like, Joe Rogan doesn't rule. Like, we don't want it. And people would yeah, come to us and be like, hey. Of course hey. not. It's a hard job. Yeah, no. Somebody, somebody's got to do it, though. It's a hard yeah. job. It's not easy. You would think it's all uh, glitz and glamour. But like, the people power comes with a cost. The people that would, you know, uh, we'd like to think. Because, you know, we can make a bad decision, right? But that's that was the whole thing about, like, you know, a presidential election. The, peop- the people choosing the person they believed in. Whether they wanted to run or not. Unfortunately, everybody that runs wants to run. You know, it's not like we have commu- communities where I can fucking be like, Hey, everybody's going to vote for Hickson. I don't give a fuck what he says. I don't care if he's running and voting for that motherfucker, you know? Yeah, I mean, theoretically it could happen, but... Theoretically, you know, yeah. but who who's going to do that? You know, because of the lack of community, we don't have um, that would be easier. And in, in, uh, let's say like in Game of Thrones, bro, like we, you know, we're in a, we're on a ship, you know, and there's only like seven of us and we're all like, yeah, but you know, also in those times, the, the power ruled. Yeah, overall. that's very true. Was the mo- the strongest man was, really was the democracy. king, right? The yeah. strongest man was the leader, or or whoever was chosen by the other person that was the hierarchy. It, it was about political politics has always throughout history been about the circles you're power in, dynamics, the power yeah. dynamics, and who you know, who knows you, and that's basically it. Politics is always it's a game, it's a big game, you know. People who have control over resources, and who are smarter than other people and able to control them. It's part of life. Yeah. Some people are leaders. Some people are followers. It's part of life. It's okay. You know, like this is what, um, what's his name that we were watching yesterday was talking about s- the in the thing. He was talking about how, I- you know, in, in a pack of animals, you know, you have the the, the, li- the front of the pack, the back of the pack, the middle of the pack. You know, the back are ty- typically sensitive. You know, they're more sensitive. 
mm-hmm. the, t- the front is typically more, um, you know, more strong, more dominant, these things. And the middle of the pack is usually like kind of like the HR, as he described it, of HR of companies because he's is the middle. The middle of the pack is the one that keeps the balance between the two, you know. Um, and, and let me tell you something interesting about wolves. Yeah, I know. The leader of wolves in the back. Yeah, but the old people are in the front. Right. Yeah, wolves are interesting. Yeah, they do things. And they put the strongest in the middle to monitor flanks. Right. And then put the the head honcho in the back to make sure nobody gets left behind. Right, right, right. But um. That's what. That's that's one of the that that's one of the reasons why I love wolves. So when he said you look like a wolf yesterday, it was a compliment. <laughs> I know you like wolves. Yeah, you, know? you can tell. I have my first tattoo. I uh, inc- incorporates wolf. But it's just interesting people. I have a wolf. He's a lot of generations down, but you should, get, you should get a real wolf. That would be so sick. I'd probably just have a Shankarary, like if anything. Right. Because you can't really have them like that, like where I'm not gonna feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know. That's some shit. You gotta have a house out in the woods or something. And yeah. Like you just have your wolf that comes by, you know, and <laughs> take care of you. Like fucking Jon Snow and shit with his little dire wolf. Yeah. See, that was cool too. You got to see his wolf again. You know, his wolf is still got there. Got to be with his wolf again. His wolf is still there waiting for him. And he know? went to the wild all the time. He went to his true love. He got rid of that stupid bitch and got the r- his real love, the dog. <laughs> That's what's up. She's not a stupid bitch, bro. She was just getting crazy. She just lived long enough to b- see herself become the villain. And I think that's why that's so great. Well, that's why they say power corrupts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, it's a, it's a fictional show, you know? So yeah, you could have written it differently. You could have written it differently. You could have written it differently. But I think he wrote it well because that is how most people react in that position, you know? Yeah. She got emotional. She did. She got real emotional. And he got, that's the... That's the twisted mindset that people will have is like that. It's like where she believed she was doing it right, you mm-hmm. know. Even when the people she hired to tell her if she is not doing it right to tell her to her face. Yeah, but that's and the thing. She's she was too powerful. Yeah. She was too powerful. She had control of dragons in this in yeah. this fictional sh- story. Like and dra- dragons in this realm is OP. Yeah, it's nobody OP. has dragons. And they literally listened to her. She was the, to the, do the chosen one, you know. She yeah. was the one with all the power. She was Neo, right? Until but she they had one weakness. Resurrected she Neo. had one weakness, though. Yeah, it wasn't what she thought, which is her mercy. Actually, it was because her one weakness was was her lover. Mm. That was her one weakness. That's why she she got killed. Yeah, it was by her, her lover. He exploited her weakness. Her nephew. Yeah, <laughs> that was her true. Her true weakness was was her lover, you know. But even the dragons respected him, you know. Yeah, he didn't murder his ass too. Right, he got mad and he melted the, the throne. Else, yeah, he melted the throne. Yeah, because the dragon was like this stupid thing cost me the life of my my mother, you know. Yeah, and and the reason she blew up the fucking city was because they killed her son. Right, she was angry. Yeah, that's the thing. You see, that was her all love. All decisions off emotion. You yeah. Know? Off love. Off instead love. Of duty. Instead of duty. Because that dumb bitch Cersei también, bro. She chose love over duty to the people 
Do not get them obliterated. I'm good. I will bring hell ab 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 to your sky. She's like, nah. I'm gonna take care of my family, even though she really is not taking care of her family. No, yeah, it doesn't make she sense. Just, this she is why just surrendered. This is why women shouldn't be in power. <laughs> I mean, it was written that way. It could have been. Uh, look at this. There's real life examples too. Look at look at some real life examples. Look Cleopatra. No, nigga, like I'm talking about Venezuela. Not that long ago. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Brazil. Yeah, but it, you don't have it, it's called a um, other countries anecdotal evidence. Yeah, it's, it's not, not enough. It's not anecdotal. It's not enough. It's not anecdotal. Experiments. And it's about human nature. It's about understanding humans. It's human nature. You have something right here on your eye. My eye? Mm-hmm. Other one. Right here, like under your bridge of your nose. Sorry, more, I'll be more effective with my camera case. I'm going to get it if you... Bridge of my nose? Right here. Right here. Okay, okay. It's been bothering me for, like, the whole podcast. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a perfect moment. Yeah. Because we didn't have nothing to say. You look Miami as fuck right now, bro. You, like, tanned up. Get a little shirt on. You're pretty tan, bro. You're yeah. almost my color. I kind of like it. But it's my normal color, you know, when I'm getting sun, you know. Yeah, but you were white passing for a very long time. Yeah, because I wasn't getting no sun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't get white passing. What's white passing? Like, you look white. Oh. You pass as white. Oh, yeah. Like, though, uh, I can't pass as white because I pass as everything. I'm not as culturally as ambiguous as you are. I'm so culturally ambiguous that like, oh, he has to be some type of Latino when I'm white passing, right? But for you, you can actually be like almost like oh completely yeah. white passing. Oh, 100%. No, yeah. I, the thing about me is I can actually be everything. I'm yeah. Man. Everybody thinks I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> something, something else. Yeah. I swear, it's weird. Yeah, no, you're very culturally ambiguous. Yeah, it's kind of I'm cool. not as culturally as ambiguous. I have like a smaller spectrum than I'm culturally ambiguous. For, right, right. As opposed to you, you have like almost the whole spectrum. I, I can see something like... I, you could pass off as Middle Eastern, you could pass sure. off as white, you could pass off as like black, you can pass off as Latino. You, you are Latino, you know, but then like all the arrays of Latino, the Cubans, like, you know, like you can pass off a, a lot of Dominican. people thought I was Cuban or Puerto Rican. Yeah, 100 percent. All the time. I, I, I can you, uh, your culture, even Filipino, I feel like you can pass off Filipino a little bit. But no, no, not not because there's a lot of Filipinos that like. Like I get past, I get. That's not, I've never, I've never actually. That's one thing I never. Nobody's ever. In, like, nobody ever thought I was Asian or something. Oh really? Yeah, that's one thing I haven't. Mm. But, but then maybe because of all the other evidence. But I like it. But I have you know Asian tattoos. You know, like Dragon Ball. Yeah. I don't know, but um, I'm just myself, bro. I'm just a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm serious. Of course you're serious. Why wouldn't you be serious? I don't understand what you're saying there. But I am like, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of like mixed, you know. I mean, me, like me saying I'm Brazilian is, is like, is like saying I'm American, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's like fucking melting pot. Me being Mexican is like. No, Mexican is different. No. Okay. What is? It's not as a melting. It's not as much as a melting pot. But it is though. No, it is, but not. As but they deny us of our melting pot. I mean, deny us. Yeah, like they. So we're not Native American. No, I know. There's like white. That's not the point. What I'm, I'm trying to say is like, 
you have native Brazilian in you, right? Yeah. But because of your melting pot, you know, you're not native Brazilian, right? Right. But Same thing for... It's not as amplified as Brazil. No, but Brazil has, like, like I said, every ethnicity. Like, uh, Brazil has every ethnicity. We do, too. Yeah, but not that much. There's not a lot of black Mexicans, for example. Yeah, but... A there's lot dark of Mexicans, there's dark Mexicans, but there's not a lot of bl- like black Mexicans. Yeah. It's like black okay, so features. then you guys just have more black people. No, there's also white Brazilians, Asian Brazilians. There's all kinds. We have Asian, bro, Mexicans. but it's not common, is what I'm trying to say. It's not a lot. I, I, you'd be surprised. Have you dude, gone to Mexico? Dude, uh, yes, but I'm just saying, it's just like maybe what you see here, and yeah, Brazil's a lot I'm bigger. I'm not saying too, there isn't. People. I'm not saying that it isn't. There isn't a I diversity. I think your sample size. Or no, I'm not saying there isn't a diversity. It's just like, for example, bro, like you go to certain European countries, for example, like there's, of course, a mix of everybody, but mm-hmm. most of them are Caucasian. And then da, 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 depending yeah. on different countries are different. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, but America, there isn't really like America. What's an American? Well, it'll just be white people. But that's not true. the majority. That's not true, though. I thought it was still true. No, it's percentage wise. Well, but that's not what you think of when you think of an American. Yeah, but that's because of, of like, media, because of where no, it's the industry is, right? No, the industry is where it's very diverse. Yes or no? No, but, but what are you saying, though? I don't understand what you're saying. All right, New York, very diverse. Every um, America as a whole is pretty diverse. And not the whole middle part. It is. Bro, I was just in really Chicago. The There's more sh- Mexicans in Chicago than here. Chicago, I'll tell you where all the Mexicans are. Chicago, uh, places down south. Like, there's a whole, like... Well, there's Mexicans everywhere in America. Part. Every single, there's a lot of them everywhere. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you really look at the numbers, bro, there's a whole middle part, excluding pretty much, like, the border states that are popping, like Chicago and New York. Chicago's not a border state. Yeah, it is. Isn't it uh, Michigan? Right, Lake Michigan. Okay, yeah. and what is it bordering? Come on, like Canada? That's a border state, right? Oh, if you look at the United States. Claim it's a coast. Texas? No, no, is a bordering I thought state you meant well. the coast. That's why I said bordering states, because right. of Texas as well. Okay. Because I got to include Texas, right? Because it's bordering Mexico. And then you got all this other side, right? And then, yeah, they trickle up into the north, but not as much as they are in California, where the the business is at, the jobs are at, you know, same thing with Miami, there's a lot of Brazilians there, there's a lot of Cubans there, there's a lot of growth there because of how accepting it it may be there, because there's parts of Texas you don't want to go as any ethnicity, you know, because of, there's still a large population of, of Caucasians in the middle of nowhere that all still run the show, that there isn't that much diversity. The reason we see it differently, because I, I didn't disagree with you until I saw the numbers, was because of where we grew up and what we see, which is our reality. And which is America is the big cities, but a, a big portion of America's population doesn't live the American lifestyle like how we live the American lifestyle and how the rest of the world sees the American lifestyle. Because where do they go visit? Right? Mm-hmm. They visit here. They visit Miami. They visit New York. They're not visiting the middle of what? Is, what's a, a weird state? No, I was gonna say Wisconsin. Mm, I don't know. Illinois, like what's Illinois. in Illinois? Chicago's in Illinois. Bro. Oh fuck! When See, I this is how you know you, you gotta start traveling more. So I'll try to tell you, bro. Well, I'm trying to just think of a point in the state, and I'm just 
running through the names. But, but see, the Alabama, why, why Alaska, Arizona, but no Arkansas, state, California, but no Colorado, there's, there's Connecticut, Connecticut. Like, but no state, no state is a pointless state, though. That's that's a that's a false mentality that you have. Okay. No state is a pointless state. That's why it's called the United States of America. All the states together create America. Okay, but, but in America, you have state laws too that where they run their own. Yeah. Which is dope, and what I like about the United States. Right, that's why it's the United States of America. The reason it's not, I really, it's not really a country. The reason I have the perspective that there's pointless states is because of the, the states. Because you haven't traveled. Because of the states that I live in or have lived in, which is the only one, could be self-sufficient. We wouldn't need to be economically attached. That's to the true and not true. Look what's going on with gas right now. Yeah, but there's a lot of resources on this state. A lot. Yeah, there and is. it would just be trade at that point. Yeah, but. And how much economy comes through here and things like that. Dude, every state could be its own independent thing, but it would yeah. be at a disadvantage. But like, yes, but like, if you look at the numbers and you see the contribution from pointless states, like how I'm saying, to states like California, Texas, Florida, it doesn't compare. Like, it's like a whole section of, like, middle of America is still not enough to compete or even be on the same level. But what do you mean by be on the same level? Like, I don't understand. Uh, it's just contri- contribution to the American dream, I guess I would say. But what? Contribution to the American yeah. dream? And we're selling people to come here, right? With entertainment, with a lifestyle, with, you know. Because the, the old American dream was uh, a land of opportunity. You right, get a house. It's not the old. It's still the same dream. It's still the same place. America has more opportunity than many places, bro. Very true because of freedom of speech and all the freedoms that we have. Yes. Yes. And people come over here for schooling and okay. stuff like that. Don't disagree with you, but they're not going to the middle of America. <laughs> some of them are. I mean, some of them are going to different states. You know, I mean, I knew people that were in Boston, Massachusetts. I know people that were in all kinds of places. I mean, it's uh, Boston. Okay. It's different from. Yeah, it's a major city. Us, uh, yeah, exactly. But what about all the farmland that's in in these in these pointless states that you're st- stating? They don't need people to work farmlands like that. Uh, yes, you do. Not mm. like how they used to, bro. They have all these big machinery, like. No, you still need to understand how to farm. It's not like a machine just does it for you. Yeah, but no immigrants coming over here and buying a huge farmland and. No immigrants? You mean not a lot, or not that you're aware of? Show Show me an immigrant. I don't, but I'm sure there is. I need I need evidence. Right. Well, if you so if you need evidence to prove that it is, why do I not need evidence to prove that it's not? Because my we're both speaking on assumptions my based on what no, you're saying. No, my 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 I have evidence of of what from whatever statistics I was looking Where's at. Where's the statistic? Well, we're gonna pull it up. Okay, I'm down to pull it up. I want to know. I actually genuinely want to know because how do you know those statistics are even accurate? They're not. You take a risk on 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 thinking statistics are accurate because who didn't answer the question? How did they? Who did they ask? Things like that, right? Right. Uh, it's just like you know. It's fr- it's more to help me make educated guesses and 
on you know the grand scope of things you know i can't really learn and look at the nitty-gritty of everything and understand it completely but on a very very transparent level i can see that the economy and then and the boomingness is from these specific areas you know which we we know we both know you don't have to think twice about them because they pop into your head immediately yes the ones that don't pop into your head are not mattering because Nobody else is gonna know those, especially from, but the, it does matter. from here. But it does matter because they all do contribute to the economy in many different ways. Just because okay. I don't know about it doesn't mean it's not important. I never said they didn't contribute to the economy. You said pointless. The word pointless kind of means it has no point, right? Is it because it's not? Yeah, it's not completely necessary. But just because they contribute to the economy doesn't mean they're necessary. Well, how do you decide what's necessary? I mean, it's human beings living in a state. Like, mm-hmm. how is that not necessary? There's, there's nothing necessary about human beings living in a state. Necessary about human beings living in a state? Yeah, right. No, I disagree. <laughs> what? What? You mean they're necessary? Not it's where they live. What? Okay, but that's not ne- so like their life it's is not necessary. necessary. Their it's life necessary is not necessary for them to live, but they don't have to live there. Their life is not necessary. They don't have to. But live it's there. that's the point. They of don't, don't have. They don't to have live to, then. but they choose to. Yeah. So that it's not necessary. It's a choice. Okay. If that's uh, a choice, uh, something being a choice doesn't make it not necessary. Yeah, it does. What? Explain okay. how that makes sense. Maybe. I, I may I don't have the words to effectively communicate the idea that I'm trying to communicate because water is necessary. Yes, and if you choose not to do it, you die. Right. Yeah, that is necessary, right? Water is necessary. Well, necessary for survival. Yeah, to to live. For them to live there is not necessary for survival. Okay, well that's the case of any place anybody lives if on the planet. You could you don't not if the marketplace is there. When since when do we need a marketplace to survive? That's true. That's an illusion of modern society, right? Right. You got to be in the well now it's getting more dissolved, especially with all this Corona working from home, a lot more remote jobs. Right. You know, like you can really live in a pointless uh, state and well, start to the build communities there. The marketplace because is now the market online. is on yeah, the Internet. It's still yeah. on something. It's still on on a connection, on a network. Yeah. It's not like it's, it doesn't exist. Yeah. But as a as a as a human being now, you can be in a pointless state. And grow that community into a non-pointless state. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. You're uh, all, all I'm saying, like I understand what you're saying. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like kind of discussing it's it with just you. For, it's for good yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know, I but know you that no, you're doing. No, that. but I at the s- but at the same time, there is a truth to what I'm saying. Is like I don't like that you're calling a, a place a pointless state when you've never even been there. Okay. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This is what I'm trying to tell you, though. Travel more. Because you'll start to go to these places that you think are pointless, and you'll see incredible things. I know they're not pointless, Ixan. Then why do you no want to use those words? Everything. No want to use those words called pointless places. <laughs> like, if I was from that state, I'd be like, fuck this guy, you know? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> but why, why is that perfect? It's not perfect. Like, what do you mean? Uh, like it's, it's okay. Right. You know saying? They either okay. love you or they hate you. Like, they both... Kevin, you gotta hear. If they really get, you to gotta know, hear yourself talk sometimes. I I do hear myself. I I get to listen to these things over. <laughs> this sound. Uh, you have interesting perspective. On I things. do have interesting perspective. All right, 
listen. They don't really know me, right? Just as like I don't really know them, they don't really know me. You just said oh, fuck this guy, right? They don't know me. I uh, that doesn't. There's no, no way to that. Guy. I didn't say fuck this guy. Okay, I say pointless day, right? No, I, I wasn't saying. There's no point to what I was saying. I was just saying, like, if I, you know, somebody heard that, they'd be like, "Fuck, fuck this guy." My pointless day. You don't know nothing about this place. Exactly. You know? I know nothing about this place yeah. or that place. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You shouldn't so judge things based on things you don't know. You're a hundred percent right. Like, I don't want to talk about things I don't know anything about. There's no point. Yeah. Just speaking bullshit. I kind of say, nah, I kind of say, me saying point on a state is like putting out the energy somebody proved me wrong. I guess. Right? You can't prove me wrong because you don't know what's, you know, really going on there, right? Because we both, you know, we've never been there. No, but I can prove you wrong because nothing is pointless. That doesn't make sense. A pointless state. It's a state. Has a GDP, has an economy, yes, it has it has, has people, economy. it has yes, real people that live. How is it yes. pointless? Go tell that to the presidents when they're running. Oh yeah, those are pointless states. No, there's every state is important. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we need to cut these out. <laughs> no more welfare for them. Just focus on the good ones. Fuck them. Pointless states. I guess. I mean <laughs> this conversation is pointless. That's You're pointless. Say. I have a point. <laughs> Life is great, man. Life is beautiful. We can talk about pointless shit. We can yeah, talk I don't about like the that. best boring, shit. You know? I don't. I don't mind it. It's a part of genuine conversation. Sometimes you get in a pointless argument with somebody, and you know, both of us sometimes don't have the sense to be like what are we doing here you know and we both still keep going for some reason it's a beauty to it well i mean we're holding two microphones talking that's kind of why <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's all beautiful man it's just as fun yes so what like i don't know I would laugh if I heard somebody have some pointless <laughs> conversation. I'm sure you would. You know, I um, think it's so I funny. Would. Like, it's so authentic. Yeah, I guess. You know? It's real, bro. We're just being real. We're not perfect human beings that are going to be, like, so philosophical. And, you know, like, so what? I'm not trying to be perfect. What do you mean? But you're like, it's boring. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I said it's. Okay, you see, this is you got to work on your listening skills. Okay, I'm working on my listening skills. Because I didn't say it's Teach boring. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I said, I said, I find talking about pointless things very boring. I find pointless things. Da, 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 da. That's exactly what he said, right? No, I didn't say da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most fixing response I've ever heard in my. I fucking love that. You're the shit, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I got to do that to somebody. Somebody was like, oh, Kevin said, whoop de whoop. I say, blah, you know. And then I'd be like, no, I didn't say that, you know. <laughs> get your, get your, get your, cite your sources correctly. Man. Yeah. Where's your work cited page? What's <laughs> what number correlates to what number yeah, in the timestamp of the conversation? Right. Imagine, that's bro. A, and that's the biggest that problem with media. Really and dope. Go ahead. That's the biggest problem with media and information is that. It's that right there. Yeah. 
What you just Info did. Wars. Blah, 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 blah. Info Wars. It's all information wars. They were talking about that yesterday on the podcast with Danny too. Mm-hmm. And that's what Alex's Jones podcast is called, is Info Wars. Because this is what it is. It's yeah, a he's war playing his part of the information war and in, in fighting the good fight. That's yeah. kind of his concept behind his, his show. 100%. Um, no, it is a war. And then the, th- the thing is, you know, it's that. It's the fact that everything you're hearing is like somebody heard from somewhere else and then they're telling their interpretation of it. And, and what is that source? You know, where did they get their information? And that's why I say fuck it all. Why? Focus on your own life. Yeah. What's around you. Yeah, exactly. Why focus on these pointless hates? Oh, but we're not. <laughs> but I mean, you're the one to talk about it. You know? <laughs> no, bro. I'm just, you're supposed to, like, just continue what you were talking about when I brought that up, you know? Like, it's just a little drop recall to earlier pointless conversation. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I know you what you're saying when you say pointless hates, but I'm, I'm just saying. But there again, it's like, be careful the words you use, you know? Um, I just feel like, um, I don't know. Nothing, nothing in particular. I just, I just got a. A lot of my language, a lot of times. Yeah, very convoluting. I say things, even though I might not feel or actually understand that that's what it is. But the reason I do that is because it, it triggers a um, larger response in a sense sometimes. Is that a fucking heart? Yeah, I knew it. I've been looking at it for a long time. Like it's a scar. I thought it's a scar. Yeah, but it looks like a heart. Yeah, it's a scar though. I thought it was like a tattoo or something. No, no. I'm just kidding. I was with the pen earlier. Oh, okay. Wow. Stuck with the scar story. That'd have been cool. <laughs> right. This is a scar. Yeah, I have a scar right here. All seeing eye. I like tattoos. Cause they're the one that makes sense. Well, tattoos is a scar. Yeah, it's pretty rough. You know what's crazy is that it sits in a layer that is not regenerated, because your your skin is regenerated every seven years, like the whole thing. Like right. there's no part of your skin that is the same from like since seven years ago. Right. Hey, damn, that's kind of trippy, and also like very lifelike. You really aren't, you know. Like, le- you legitly, uh, you're not even your own same skin in seven years. Not only are you spiritually not that person, but, like, physically. Because there's a truth to that. I learned this from a friend of mine. Every every seven years, you become a new version of yourself. Age of seven. Age 14. Are we almost to doubling up our s- s- seven years of friendship? Let me see. You came really close, like, 18, 19. That's first seven cycle, the seven year cycle right there, right? Seven plus nine is twenty six. We're twenty six right now. Maybe that's what we've been feeling. No, because you're the cusp of the seven. Oh, that's what it is. No, that is what it is. And you literally are almost my there. My friend Matosko was telling me this in in Florida. He taught me this. A couple he weeks, right? He taught me about that about yeah. the cycles. That's why we go through certain age cycles and we feel a certain way throughout our life. Or at that point you know yeah damn we've been friends for like seven years that's crazy bro time fucking flies yeah time time keeps going doesn't stop and the biggest lessons of the past seven years has been how important consistency is 
Yeah. Consistency and no rush. Consistency with no rush. If I could like bore it down, make it very simple. Consistency with no rush. Consistent, you know, rush. The marathon continues. <laughs>